0: You're listening to Simple Radio, episode number 201. And today, I have a big announcement. I am finally healthy. Actually, I shouldn't say finally. I'm healthy. And I'm so pumped to share how I got here and what this means going forward. And also, how this can help you. Because really, that's what this podcast is about. Not just me sharing my story, but how I actually achieved this and how you can too. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to this podcast. As always, my name's Alexa, and this is the place to get healthy, live happy, and find more joy. I'm so pumped you're here. And a new episode of a new year and a new decade. Today, I'm sharing my health journey. Like I am officially announcing that I am healthy and it's not in any way, shape or form what I thought it would look like when I actually announced this. I don't want to share about that later. Like, no, I am not at my quote unquote ideal weight, but I really believe that you cannot lose weight to get healthy, that you have to get healthy to lose weight. And I'm finally at that point of health where I can now go back through and possibly, potentially lose the weight that I gained when I got really sick. Anyways, I'm going to be sharing all about that today in the podcast about my health journey and really what this means for you. Because in this process of getting healthy, I've learned so many things along the way that are going to be so beneficial for you and hopefully end some confusion. Not to mention This podcast is going to set us up on a series of podcasts that we're going to be going through that are going to be breaking down the lies that are often thought about in the health industry. Like, this is so confusing, and I'll never achieve health. I've tried everything before and nothing's worked. I don't have the time, I don't have the finances, it's just in my genetics. My hormones are just out of whack. All of the lies that we believe about being healthy, I want to break them down in this next series that we're going to go through where I'm going to be coming through and giving you the simple health answer of like, this is how your body actually works. But even more than that, this is why your body was designed. And I think that's a missing element in getting us healthy of understanding why your body was designed. So stay tuned for that because it is going to be a roller coaster ride. It's going to break down all the lies of the diet industry, all the lies that you believe about yourselves and really create a new story where you too can say at the end of this year, I am healthy. And in that process of getting healthy, you can see all of the things that you wanted to see all along. Okay. That was a long winded answer, but stay tuned because the lies are coming starting next week. But for now, I really want to set the stage For what's coming, because I really believe there's just so much misinformation about health out there. And we are just becoming a people fixated on the wrong things. We're fixated that we have a problem. And when we stay fixated on this problem, we're never allowed to escape it. Like we can't see outside of that. And it's in the outside that we actually see the healing. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. But before we get there, I want you to remember that all the show notes for today's episode, all the resources that I talk about, and a special download can be found in the show notes at SimpritzWellness.com backslash 201. On top of that, this year, there are huge changes happening at Simpritz Wellness. And to start with, the big announcement is I'm going back into personal nutrition consulting. I took a break and I honestly said I will never do that again. And it's not because... I didn't love you or I didn't wanna help you. It's ultimately because I thought, if I cannot help myself, how can I help someone else? And what I learned over this journey is that I just needed space and time away to really just focus on myself and be quiet and understand and be still and listen to what is it that's actually going to work. And I have created an entirely new yet very old system of helping you to achieve health And yes, even weight loss and all the things that you want to achieve, but even more than that, to connect that to our mind and our soul. Because that's really where health is going to become lasting. That's really where we see this purpose in that and the desire to not just make health another thing that you have to do, but who you are. So if you're interested in personal consulting, head on over to semperancewellness.com. I'm only taking a limited few as we test out these new waters and as I get uh, my feedback under me at the beginning with me, we'll have a special discount for that as well as we both just kind of re-acclimate to this world of okay, what is actually going to work? And how can I not just make health another system or a plan, but how can we make it you? And how can we make it about you coming home to yourself and really just owning you? So that's my goal with that. I'm so excited. So all that information can be found at simperates If you don't want personal consulting or and you'd rather keep it at a group level of you just want to learn there's more things coming your way. So stay tuned and get on my email list so you're the first to know. For now, let's go back to the podcast today where we talk about my health journey and really just encouraging you that you too can declare that you are healthy. And here's the process on how to get there. So if you've been following along for a while, then you know that I had this entire health scare, I think three and a half, maybe even close to four years ago. So my backstory is, is that I have always been athletic. I have always been interested in health. However, my weight has yo-yoed over the years. When I was younger, I had a couple of surgeries that caused me to gain quite a bit of weight, and then I would lose it, and then I got diagnosed with acid reflux or GERD, how to be put on some medication. And it was in that process that I had a doctor who was wise enough to tell me, you know, I'm going to give you one round of medication for this problem, But I want you to know that this is completely curable by change in your diet and lifestyle. And I will only give you one round. And if you need round two, you're going to have to find another physician to give that to you. And it was just kind of like this big moment in my life to recognize like, hey, health is not just what's handed to me, but what I do with it. And while I was young and I didn't really understand that, I did take her words to heart, and I started implementing some changes in my life at that point, what I thought was good, and I did see a benefit from that. Now, that spurred me on to go into the nutrition world and really just trying to grasp for the last 15 years of my education in nutrition and working with nutrition is, like, health has to be more than just an equation of what we can consume versus what we burn. Like it has to be more than just a series of counting things or measuring macronutrients or stepping on a scale. Like there is more to health. And so I've been in this process of trying to understand it and research and study. And funny thing is, right, God thought that the best way for me to understand this was for me to actually have to go through it personally. So as I was in the process of doing everything right, I owned a gym, I was working out, I was eating really well, um, I eventually crashed and burned. I had just had my third baby. I was back working at the gym. I was, like I said, eating really well, pushing my body, doing all the things that we say we should be doing. And I crashed and I crashed hard. And what I mean by I crash is I don't even really have the mental capacity to remember it. I remember being so fatigued that I could barely get out of bed. And I eventually just kept going through the motions day after day after day. And, and I found myself sitting at, uh, in a meeting with a bunch of health practitioners from the state of Iowa, and we were talking about you know, this concept of what is actually wrong with the health industry and how do we actually get people healthy? And I remember just sitting there in a daze, in a fog, feeling insecure in the conversation, not feeling well at all. And at the end of it, I had a doctor who I'd known that came up to me and said, you know, something's wrong with you. I really wanna see you in my office. And so I listened, like I knew that there was something wrong. I didn't really wanna believe it, but I felt it. And I thought, okay, like I do need to get help. Of course, I wasn't the one that called. It was me being forced into this office, right, Um, as everyone's story goes. Anyways, so I was forced to go into the office. I I arrived, and she kind of did, like, this big once-over on me. I don't know how long I was there. It seemed like an entire day. But she really just started working on putting me back together. And I, I don't, again, think I grasped how bad I felt, Until she told me, like, you are barely capable of putting one foot in front of the other. Like, right now, it's taking everything out of you just for your body to process the act of walking, let alone any other activities that you have going on. Like, you are just a mummy in a shell trying to survive. My body was essentially surviving in that moment. And through the course of going in day after day, week after week, month after month, you know, I had some diagnosis, some cancer scares, blood work scares, all the things that had happened. But really in that process of putting myself back together, I learned that what I believed about health was so far from reality. And in that concept of health was only driving people to be more unhealthy. This idea of pushing our body to extremes, of almost like beating ourselves into submission This is not health. And in the end, this is making us lose health. And this is why I wanna talk about this today because this is a common thread throughout the health industry. Now, yes, things are starting to change and shift in the health industry and we're starting to see more ideas of self-care, And listening to your body and the idea that our mindset is playing a piece in this, we're really starting to pull this all together. And I want to be a key player and really pulling this all together because I think that we have this backwards approach. Like we know that there's a mind-body-soul connection. But I think we're going about it at the wrong way. Like we're starting at the bottom with the body and we're trying to get healthy with just what's considered the end of that hierarchy. Like the top dog in all of this has to be our soul. It has to be our spirituality and our faith, then our mind, and then our body. Because it's our thoughts that are driving our action and it's our heart that's driving our thoughts, right? So it has to start with a heart change that actually leads to a body change. And no amount of beating your body into submission is ever going to work, at least not long term. Because trust me, when I was in the act of beating my body into submission, even though I would have never said that I was doing that, I was quote-unquote thin, and I looked fairly well, and I was eating, like I said, all the right foods, maybe possibly starving myself, definitely not getting enough sleep, working hard, stressing about things, hustling, right? And I don't think that there's anything wrong with hustling as long as it's associated with self-love. And that's a podcast for another day. But essentially, I was doing everything, quote-unquote, right, but I crashed, and I crashed hard, and I crashed fast, and my life will forever be changed because of that and so what I've learned in this process is that through this healing I had to come to understand that what I knew to be true about health was actually not true at all that there was more to the story than that and so over the course of the last four years I have spent digging into how is my body actually working and why in the world is it going crazy right now why am I appear to be sick sicker than ever. why do I have so much fatigue? Why am I gaining weight at an astronomical rate? I gained about 20 pounds in three months. And why why no matter how hard I tried was I still going in the opposite direction that I wanted to go And so through this process of healing and how I actually got here because that's what you came here to learn, right? is that we can either be for our body or against our body. And again, I don't think anyone actually comes out and says, I'm against my body. I'm going to beat my body into submission. I'm gonna do two workouts a day. I'm gonna eat 500 calories a day. I'm gonna do keto. Like Everyone does this as an act of love. But I think that we miss when we don't have a relationship with our body, when we don't have a relationship with our soul or mind, we miss the component of what is actually good for my body not what we think is good for it, but what is actually good for it because it's told us that it is good for it. Do you see like that kind of misconnection? We think or we're being told over here in one aspect that all of this stuff is good, that counting calories and dieting and being worried about macros and micros and being completely confused about nutrition is the right way to go about health. Meanwhile, your body's over here screaming for attention and you're just constantly fighting one another. And this is what I found is that I was at war with my body and I believed that I knew better. But what I had to learn was the exact opposite. My body was crying out to thrive. Like Our bodies are designed in health for health to live with greater purpose. We were never meant to be strapped to our health. And I just look around and I think how sad that so many of us are missing our purpose in life because we are so trapped to this idea or concept of health or the place that we've gotten ourselves to. Now, with that said, I don't believe that there's anyone on the face of the earth who purposefully walk themselves into unhealth. Like, I don't believe that anyone who's overweight actively tried to get themselves there, right? Like we don't try to become overweight and and we don't try to get unhealthy, right? This is an act of us trying to do or to cover or to present risk or to um, try to protect ourselves from what is only to finally, slowly end up in this place of unhealth. And so, Going back to my health journey, what I learned in the course of this is, one, I first had to get my body some energy to feel better. And as I started to go through treatment and I started to get to feeling better, I really did feel better. After two years of kind of repeating the cycle of eating better, giving up gluten and dairy and all these things that were causing inflammation, taking supplements, getting the mold out of my body, getting the mold out of my... Uh, our house and our environment, trying to de-stress, rest. Like, I quit all hard workouts. I was barely able to run, walk anything without feeling fatigued. Like, I was just able to do daily life stuff now with energy, nothing extra. And after about two years of that repeated cycle, I thought, okay, it has been two years and I am still living a victim to my symptoms, I can't make this my life forever. And so I made it my mission. What was missing? I knew my body was capable of getting healthy. I believed it. Yeah, I know that the world tells us that once we have a diagnosis and I had a diagnosis, we become so fixated on that, that we miss the source. And the source is where the healing is going to come from. The source is where health is going to come from. And so in that two years, I decided, one, I I couldn't risk spending any more money on my health. I think that there is value in that and there is value in prevention and that we have to spend that in order to get healthy. But at some point, I had to recognize and I had to stand up and fully believe that I was capable of getting healthy, that I didn't need to be strapped to my treatments any longer, that my body could do this. And I really believed I was at that point. I was healthy enough to do it. And so I took some time to really start to dive into, okay, I believe in my body. I believe my body is capable of this. Now, how am I going to get there, right? Like, how am I going to get there outside of being strapped to treatment and being constrained to that? How could I actually come alongside of my body and recognize it and love on it and start to heal it? And so, while I went through the first few changes of just health body stuff, right? I then recognized this is a deeper issue. This has to do with my emotions, with my mind. And eventually, from my mind work, I learned that this was a soul issue, right? Like, this was a faith based issue. I didn't have confidence. In myself, I believed in a lot of other people, every other person, but myself. I'm technically what's considered an empath or a healing or recovering empath, which means that I was really great at lowering myself below everyone I came in contact with. I was constantly in the business of dropping myself below other people, no matter how low that meant I went in order to elevate someone else because I didn't believe in myself. I wasn't confident in who I was or who I would created to be. I wasn't confident in my ability to be loved. That's really what it boiled down to. So over the next year, in this last year especially, I really started to dig into this concept of healing my mind, of healing my past emotional baggage, of healing the things that have been done and said to me, of healing my belief systems, and really getting back into the faith. And I I don't want to say that I ever walked away, but I think anytime someone gets sick and is suffering and struggling, we start to question our identity um, and we start to question where we are. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I believe God can handle all of our questions. But what I had to learn is that I had to come to this idea of who was I created to be? Like, What was I purposed here on this earth for? Because just living for health and living the way that I was living created no purpose. Like I was so inside myself that I couldn't see anything outside. And, and that I think is a huge hiccup that so many of us struggle with. We're told all the time to, to kind of protect ourselves, to um, don't let anyone in or don't let people too close or be careful of that. And we start to develop this worry and this anxiety and this protection mechanism. But in that protection, you're really only half living at best, right? We're not allowing ourselves to fully step into who we are and fully take away that capacity to feel again, to, to live again. And so over the course of my healing, I learned that this was the most vital thing in my healing process is one, believing that I was capable of getting healthy and even more believing that I had a purpose in health. And I think that sometimes we can get so stuck on our prognosis and our symptoms. We fixate there that we start believing this is who we are, right? Like we, we take this on as our identity. And I think that is the most dangerous place that we can put ourselves. And I lived there for a while. I believed that that was who I had become, that I was no more than a series of symptoms and a diagnosis that I had now labeled in my chart. But what I had to realize, I was so much more than that. Like, yes, that might've been a part of me for a period of time, but that was not me. And that will not be me. We are always going to have symptoms, but we do not have to become those symptoms. And I know that this is like, okay, how do we actually get there? And I want to break that down in a second. But I really want you to stop and believe for a second that our world tells us that we have a lot of problems. And I believed that I had a lot of problems. In fact, I really believed in my therapy work that I was the problem. And my best escape to that was to elude everything positive in my life. I was the queen of self-fulfilling prophecy. If it promised or looked like hope, I was going to escape it because I thought that if I got close to that, that I would create the problem that wrecked that. And so my best method to protect myself was to run. I've been a runner my whole life. I like to start new things. And when things get difficult, I like to run and start another new thing because there's something thrilling about that, but it's staying And it's staying in who I am and it's staying in my health diagnosis and it's staying in my healing process long enough to recognize that there is hope on the other side, that there is health on the other side and there is happiness on the other side. And I do not need to run from that. So you can see in this process, I went through this phase of like healing my body in order that I could start to work on my mind. Because if your body's just trying to survive, there's no amount of starting to work on and release these emotions that's going to help. Now, I know that there's kind of like this twofold. At some point, you have to start picking up on the mindset aspect of this and start to fill yourself. And so when we talk about really healing yourself, I think that there's an aspect of fixing that. But I really believe that in order to fully heal, we have to stop fixating on the problem and we have to start focusing on the filling. And the filling is where the healing is going to come in. So over the course of this process of healing myself, I really learned that it wasn't just a matter of beating my body into submission. It wasn't a matter of hating myself healthy or fighting or going to war against my body. What I had to learn was to slow down and to create the self-awareness of fully understanding What is it that I'm telling myself? What are these stories? What are these beliefs? What am I feeling? What am I eating? Why am I eating those things? Do I even like the things that I'm eating? How do I like the relationships that I'm in? How can I make those more positive and healthy, right? And so I had to go back to all of that. Like I really had to take time. And trust me, I didn't want to go there. And I, I can almost feel your resistance <laughs> through your earbuds, right? You don't want to go there either. No one really wants to go there. But I, I have to tell you that it is the best thing you will ever do for yourself. Because for me and what I see so many other people doing is I feel like we're just lost. We're in this cycle of just trying to constantly find ourselves. And we're doing it through self-care practices that we're being told are really good and they are really good. But we're constantly in this process of cycling through how can we find ourselves? And we're doing it based on what the world's telling us rather than really just coming home to who we are. And in that process of coming home, you have to go through the process of understanding who you are, Not just to create a new you, but to understand the old you, the one that walked you through all the hard things in life, that's walked you through all the good things in life, that has been with you since the beginning of your creation, that is you. And you have to come home to that because that is the only one that's going to carry you to the end. And the more you try to escape that person, the more misery and suffering and heartache and survival that you are going to feel every day of your life. You just have to trust the process to come home. And in trusting this process, you will gain a new confidence for yourself. And I promise you will start to look at your health and your body completely differently. Now, I feel like I'm kind of rambling, but one big key point that I want to get across to you is that it's not so much what you're doing to your body or what you're thinking or what you're trying to accomplish as it is what your body does with it. And this is what matters so much. Like so much of health is fixated on what we should be doing and changing our environment and doing X, Y, and Z and this process and that diet and all these things. But ultimately, no matter how much we do to our body, it's what our body does with it. And that is what matters the most not how many calories we can consume versus burn. It's what our body is doing with those calories or how our body's burning those calories. That's what matters. And that's going to change from person to person, right? Like we cannot control how each person is going to break down a carrot or piece of cake or what each person is gonna do with 30 minutes of running, Right? Every single body is going to differ in that. Some really positively, some negative. Some are just in the survival mode and others are in this thriving mode. So how do we get there, right? What changes that? And that is the posture in which we come to our health. The posture in which you sit down at the dinner table to eat. Your soul, your mindset changes your body. And that is what I want you to know. More than anything, that is the path to healing. We can't have our body healthy without having a healthy soul and a healthy mind. We cannot. And this is starting to get studied in the research year after year after year. More and more studies are coming out about this. If you go back to listen to episode 199 and 200 with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, you will learn this quickly, that our emotions, our memories, who we truly are— Is the effect of how healthy we we will be forever, and it's in these stories that we tell ourselves that health is born, that health is either made or lost. So this year, my goal is to teach you how does your body actually work. Like, how do you actually burn fat? Because it's not just an exercise, right? Did you know that? Almost all of fat loss actually happens through breathing. It's actually carbon dioxide output. That's actually burned fat. It's not just in a measure of of working out or having more bowel movements. It's literally in our breath. And you can see how much our mind and our soul controls our breath rate, which we're going to talk about in another podcast. But you can start to put these pieces together that I really want to start to teach you. How does your body actually work? Can we break down the confusion that we're seeing so that you personally can start to understand, okay, this is what my body's doing with that. Because I can tell you all day long what you should be doing, but what matters is what your body's going to do with it. So we have to start to gather this trust with your body. You have to start to work together with your body to create a plan that works for you. And so in teaching you how your body works, I'm also going to help teach you a self-awareness. And this is all going to be done on the podcast. So don't worry about this. Just stay tuned for the next episode when we break down a lie and I start to teach you how your body actually works. But we also start to create a healthy mindset around that based in, um, uh, based in your belief system. So we're going to do that in every single podcast because I really believe if you just understood how your body works, it's complex, it's intricate, and we only know a small fraction. I believe we only have to know a small fraction in order to understand, okay, this is actually what works for our body. We don't need to be scholars in our body. Um, We can leave that to the professionals. You just need to know the bare bones about what your body does and how it works in order then to go live your purpose, right? Like, I really want to be a people who no longer have to think about this stuff. It just becomes a part of who we are. Like, wouldn't that be amazing, right? Um, And so that's my goal. So in this process of getting healthy, what I learned was that I didn't need to be a slave to my symptoms. I had to change my thought from my symptoms, from my diagnosis to the source of my healing. And that source came from the the soul work that I was talking about, the faith work that I was talking about, and my own mental health. And so we're going to walk through this entire process of pulling all of that together into one long series that breaks down the lies, that breaks down the confusion, and pulls this all together. There's one big thing that I want you to start being aware of because this is going to help us as we go on to the next podcast and the next podcast and all the ones in the future. So when I talked earlier about this idea of blockages and this idea of I was just kind of protecting myself, right? So many of us, our bodies are just living in a protected state. And in this protected state is what we call a fear-based state. Now, if you listen again to Dr. Alexander Lloyd's, this is going to make more sense. If you want to understand this deeper, go back and listen to episode 199 and 200, where we talk more in depth about this. But the idea behind this is that we're living in this fear-based state. And what we know about this is that there's really only two states. There's fear and there's love. Now, most people are living in this fear-based state. And this fear-based state has come from a place of being fixated on outcomes, right? Like this is what we're taught over and over and over again in our world. To have the outcome that you want and to fixate your attention there. So if you want to lose the weight, that becomes your outcome. And you fixate on these external things that we ultimately have no control over. Am I saying that you have no control over your weight? I mean... That's semi-true, right? On some level, some of us just can't get to a weight that we want to see. Like, it's just not physiologically healthy or possible. On the other hand, though, I, I believe that we do have some control, and we're going to talk about the difference between that. But really, we have to set aside our fixation on the outcome that we desire, and instead we have to start to focus on the here and now. But if we're so fixated on these outcome, we allow external stimuli to become the founding source of our motivation. This is a really scary place for our body to be in. So what happens in fear is that our body starts to trigger all these stress hormones and the stress response in your body. Whenever we expect or perceive something to be scary or fearful, our body goes into protection mode, which is also coined survival mode. Now, in this protection mode, what happens to your body is your body starts to stimulate all these conservative hormones. So we start to hold on to body fat. We start to hold on to nutrients. Our cells literally start to close off. Think about it as like a shield that comes around and wraps every single cell. So each cell becomes its own, right? Rather than being a whole of the human body, how we were designed to work as one being, what happens is each cell becomes their own and it starts to close off. And what happens in this closing off is then hormones can't transmit the signals like they should. Our body stops communicating. Nutrients stop flowing to the cells. Our cells stop picking up on that. And it really just starts to shut down and eventually get sick and die if we continue to live in that fear-based mode. Now, in the meantime, our immune system's going off at full alarming rates, right? So not only have you stimulated a stress response where you start to conserve and your cells really start to just put this barrier around itself, but your immune system starts to send out all kinds of signals. And these signals start releasing all kinds of inflammation because it knows they're stressed, but it can't figure out where in the body it's actually stressed. And so inflammation just starts to take hold everywhere. And so not only are your cells shutting down so hormones aren't communicating, but nutrients aren't getting where they should be getting and your body stops working as it should. It's just at the rate of surviving. Now, on the other hand, we have thriving mode, and this is where I want to transition people to. This is founded in love. And it sounds really cheesy, and it's something that I've really struggled with over the last year. Like, this doesn't seem weighty enough to matter, but this is all that matters, is what I found after really fighting this process over and over and over again. You're welcome. Um, But what I found was that love is the only way that our body is ever going to work as it's designed to work. And then this idea of love is that we're open, right? We're open to experiences. We're open to life as we have it. We're open to relationships. We're open to living the life that we were purposed here on this earth to live. That is founded in love. Now, the problem is so many of us are so fearful of getting broken or that we have been broken at some point that we fear love, right? Instead of feeling love, we feel like it's better to protect ourselves, Therefore, we live in fear-based mode. Even though some of us may not be experiencing mass amounts of anxiety or fear on a daily basis, we're still protecting ourselves. But if we get over here, if we can move ourselves back to this place of love, of being open to life, of allowing things to flow freely through us, then we start to experience this deeper breath. We start to experience more health, more nutrient-dense, satisfied to the bone and the core of who you are. That is real health, and it is only going to be found in love because in love, your cells break off that shield. They start to communicate as a whole, as the whole being of who you are, and they start to work in harmony. This is where we find balance fear is imbalance. It's protection, shoving off, and you become very imbalanced. That's why everything tends to aggravate you, whether it's food that's causing reactions in your body or it's relationships that cause anger or bitterness, right? When you're out of balance, it's because you're living in this fear-based state where your body literally is just trying to survive and everything starts to aggravate you. Over here in love, You're not as easily aggravated. You're more in balance. You're more easily allowed to let things bounce off of you that you don't need, that aren't loving to you. So while it appears like the fear-based state is actually the most protective state for our body, it really is the most damaging place for our body. And what we'll learn in this process is that opening up to this idea of love, allowing love in, allowing love to go out, allowing yourself to love yourself, this is actually the safest place for your body because you're no longer holding on to and hoarding bad things that are harming your body, but you're allowing them to bounce off. Like things that you think will hurt you will no longer hurt you if you have the right view of love. So that's where we want to go. And this is something that I've had to learn. But I've learned in this process of love comes a deep confidence that I think so many of us crave. And while I, I finally came to this place of stating that I am healthy, I have not lost the weight. And I know so many people would have waited to say I'm healthy until I've lost the weight because we often associate those transformational pictures with health. But the truth of the matter is, is that I am healthy. Like I stand here before you today fully confident that my body is firing, it is healthy, it is open, and it is doing the things that it should be. Have I lost the weight? No, but I believe that that will come the more that I open myself up and allow this process of love to happen over time. Weight loss isn't like a quick fix. And I've spent many nights staring at my ceiling thinking, how could I create the quick fix? (laughs) unfortunately, nothing good in life comes from a quick fix. This is a process and a journey and one that you have to trust and be willing to go on because you believe that that is the only way to fully live out your purpose here. And so I hope you join me in this journey. But like I said, I fully stand here telling you that I'm healthy, even though I haven't lost the weight. And I think this year is my year to really step into that if my body wants it, right? Like I'm not... Uh, I'm not crushed if it doesn't happen, but I'm open and I'm believing that it will happen because I think that more than anything, my body wants to be healthy more than I could ever push it to be healthy. That is its design purpose is to be healthy. And so if I work with my body, if I'm open to love, my body's gonna do the most loving thing that I can and that's going to be put me at a healthy weight that it feels confident in. And I have to trust that that is good. So... If that's not overwhelming enough, like I said, if we go back to this idea of fear versus love, one thing that I want you to focus on this week is I want you to be aware just of one thing. Are you shutting down to life? Are you opening up to life? Now, what I found was I was shutting down to nearly every second of every day. Like on some level, I was always protecting myself. I was always defensive. I always had my guard up. I was always skeptical. I was always bitter and angry. Like I hoarded a lot of these feelings. Do you listen to episode 200 with Dr. Lloyd? You kind of know that. But now as I've grappled and worked through this idea of opening up to love, what I recognize is that I hold on to, and we as a people tend to hold on to so many things that we don't need to, that aren't helpful for us. In fact, they're harmful for us. So I am working through the process of whenever a bad feeling comes up, say bitterness towards someone, I allow myself to feel that. Like I kind of question, why am I feeling this? And what am I feeling? And then I just kind of take a step back and release that. And that sounds really kind of woo-woo, But really, that's all it is, is saying like, okay, I recognize that I'm feeling bitter right now, but this isn't worth holding on to anymore. Like there is no value in holding on to this bitterness. I'm going to let that go. Take a deep breath, let it go, relax and stop fixating on it. I think what I had to realize is how often our mind fixates on these problems in order to protect us. And the more we fixate on them, the bigger the problem gets. So I'm not allowing my mind to fixate on these negative things anymore. Instead, I'm just going to focus on the source, on the love, on opening up and on living more to, to my purpose. So I want you to be aware. When are you shutting down? Like what emotions are you allowing your mind to fixate on and how can you start to let those go? We don't even have to work through letting those go at this point yet, but I want you to start to recognize when are you shutting down? What's causing that? And are there any moments in your day that you are actually open and free? Because you're going to feel those. Like you're going to feel when you're open to love, it's going to feel freeing. It's going to feel like you just came home to yourself, like you actually love yourself and know yourself and you will feel a difference in that. And so again, this week, just focus on when am I opening up and when am I shutting down? And what are the triggers to either one of those? Because we're going to use those more in the healing journey. So in all this, this year is the year of your health. Like that is what I'm believing for you. And I want you to believe it for yourself as well. Now, like I said, on the podcast, we're going to be breaking down lies and I'm going to be pulling in the mind-body-soul connection into every single podcast because I really believe that health is not confusing. We only need to know a small amount of information about our body in order to achieve lasting health. And it starts with understanding our soul or healing our soul which is going to change our mind and our beliefs. And it's ultimately going to change our action, which changes our body. So that's what we're going to work on. We're going to create a process. I'm going to give you a process of giving your body the energy that it needs to start the process of healing your mind and soul. And then we're going to, you know, there's going to be a few steps of healing your body or getting your energy back. And then we're really going to dig into this mindset, spirituality work. And then we're going to go back to, okay, Like, you're going to be here where I am and saying, I am healthy. Now help me get my body to a place where it really can be healthy. Because you could still be carrying all the weight around that you have on you right now that you want to lose and call yourself healthy. Like, that is possible. And I don't want you to think it's not. I don't want you to believe the lie that you have to lose the weight in order to be healthy. That is untrue. Weight loss is a byproduct of health. And so we have to get ourselves healthy and let weight loss become a byproduct of just loving yourself. So will you believe that with me? Will you believe that for yourself? Like you were created more than just your diet. You were created to live for more than health. We have to make healthy you are, not just what you do. New health. That's what we're going for. And I want you to be in with me. So again, like I said, your goal this week is to Start to understand, when am I shutting my body down? Like, when am I just protecting myself? Because you're going to notice in this protection and the fear-based state that your heart rates up, you tend to be more tense, you probably have more gas, indigestion, and bloating, you tend to carry around more weight or feel more heavy. All of these things are common indicators that you are shutting down. You lack energy, you have a hard time recovering, all of those things. On the flip side, pay attention. When are you open to love? When are you allowing love in? When are you allowing yourself to fully experience whatever life has for you right now? Open up to those experiences and start to feel them. Like start to get acquainted with what that feels like because that is what we want to do more of this year. So again, my goal this year is to teach you how your body actually works and create a process for you that is going to change your health for life. And I want you in. Are you in? Good. Okay. Don't, don't hesitate. I know this is overwhelming and it's all a journey and a process. And I want you to be here for the process because it's not going to happen overnight. I've thought for 15 years about how I can make this happen overnight. I've studied too many hours to count, too many wasted hours trying to figure this out, but really it's a process. Everything good in life is a process. And in life, we'll never stop growing. And if we stop growing, we kind of stop living. So we have to allow ourselves to be in this for the growth, in this for the journey, for the long haul, for life, and really to start living life and letting health be a byproduct of that. So I hope you're pumped as pumped as I am. But like I said, I stand here telling you I'm healthy. I have not lost weight, but that is a byproduct of me continuing to strive in this phase of just loving myself and being confident in who I am and confident that I can choose every day to to do what's most loving for myself. Even if that means missing a workout here or there because my body feels tired, or even if that means skipping the pizza because my body is just not feeling it today, right? Right? It's all a balance. It's all about moderation. As much as that word makes so many of you throw up in your mouth a little bit, it really does come back to that balance, moderation, and living for something so much more than your health because that is not our purpose here. So stop fixating on the problem and start focusing on the sores. This year is going to be big. You've got to stay tuned. You've got to get your family and friends involved. So share this podcast with them. Share Simper Wellness with them and get them involved because there are good things coming your way. And the podcast is absolutely free. Like what better way to change your life than to do it with no cost involved, right? So that you can spend all of your dollars investing in other things that are going to help you live out your purpose and do the things that you purposed here for. So super awesome, right? So make sure you take a screenshot of this, share it with your friends and family, post it on social media, get them to join in the fun. And if you want to help other people on iTunes and other places find Simper it's Radio, leave a rating and a review. I know it sounds crazy and silly, but it really is the best way for other people to find Simper it's Radio and join us in this journey of health. For now, though, make sure you head to the show notes. I'm going to give you a little bit more um, maybe journal prompts and a handout of really starting to understand what does a healthy you look like? Like, What is your vision for health outside of everything you've ever believed, which I know is hard to let go, but remember, those are bad blockages that are keeping you here. They're keeping you stuck. It's time to let those go and to really dive into What is the most loving thing you can do for yourself? And what does fully loving yourself make you look like? Like, what is a healthy you? So head on over to the show notes, SimpranceWellness.com backslash 201 to get that handout so we can start changing the course of your life, start setting new food goals, new health goals, and new life goals. So stay tuned. More things are coming. Don't forget, go back and listen to episode 199 and 200 with Dr. Alexander Lloyd. It will change the game for this. And head on over, grab that handout in the show notes at sembritswellness.com backslash 201. Oh, and don't forget, if you want to get involved in some personal consulting, if you want to say, this is my year of health, then make sure you send an email to me at alexa at sembritswellness.com. I'm only taking a select few at a time, but more spots will continuously open up. So make sure you head on over there. There's no packages. Literally, this is just based on a plan that works for you. So I didn't want to put you inside a box and say, you have to do three months or six months. Like we are just going appointment to appointment, working through this process based on what you need. No one else. This is all about you. And so will you join me in that? Again, that's Alexa at SemperanceWellness.com. And if you want to do more of a group thing, stay tuned. There's some more secrets coming out in the next few episodes. Okay, that's it for today. I will see you back here next week on Semperance Radio.